this is Katie Tang with Egg Country Farm Credit Service, just putting out our weekly crop progress update as well as any market updates that come up over the past week or so. Um, so we're going to kick off with corn planting, which is nearing completion in the U.S. at 93% complete. That's not a big shock. We are about 4% ahead of normal. At this point, it's not really worth summarizing who is and who isn't ahead, but there are a few things I want to highlight about North Dakota in particular. One, because it's a big part of our trade territory, but then also we have a few items that may impact individual producers. So North Dakota passed its latest last plant date for corn on the 31st of May. Much of the rest of the state was on the 25th of May, so we're well past all those dates. As of the 31st of May, USDA is reporting 75% of North Dakota's intended corn acres is in the ground statewide. And that's well behind the 90% average. It's pretty close to what we saw in 2019. But there are some differences between 2020 and 2019 that are worth keeping in mind here. And that's first, last year in late May, we had an MFP program that came out. And that program provided some uh, incentive to keep planting that we don't have this year. The second part, which is probably just as important, if not more important, is that prices are just a lot lower. Ignoring any basis change, futures... If you compare May 31st of 2019 to May 31st of 2020, we're $1.18 a bushel lower. So it's fair to suggest that PP rates over the state could be considerably higher than what we saw last year. A few things though that we have to remember with PP. When NAS asks for these progress numbers, they ask what percent planting is complete. Now who are they asking these questions to? A lot of times it's uh, county extension and when they're asked these questions they don't clarify what they mean by what percent are you complete so one person could hear that question and say oh guys are done that doesn't mean that they put in all the acres they intended to plant but it still gives them a hundred percent planted number now a second person could hear that same question and say well 80 percent of the acres are in meaning 80 percent of the intended acres have been planted but that doesn't mean that producers have to continue to plant the point is you have to be really cautious of trying to put a number on exactly how much pp is out there from this information alone we can get a guess about how much is available for pp but just looking at, at the circumstances around it also provides a lot of information. And, and right now, economics and crop insurance would both indicate that we're going to see some higher levels of PP, at least in North Dakota, than last year. Now, going back to National Outlook, emergence is 78% complete. That's compared to 73% on average for this week. Weather in the coming week is supposed to be much warmer than average over the heart of the Corn Belt. A lot of areas, with the exception of parts of Minnesota, are sitting on adequate to somewhat more than adequate moisture. So we should really see the crop take off. Condition ratings, I would expect, would improve by next Monday. It's tough for the market to find much to be bullish about at the moment, but like we've seen all year, a lot of things can happen, things that we don't expect, and we need to keep that in mind as we go forward. Looking at the crop progress ratings at the end of May, nationally the crop is 74% good to excellent condition. That's up 4% from last week and a pretty good sized move. Remember, the direction of the ratings from week to week is really what we're concerned about here, not the absolute number. There's a lot of subjectivity that goes into this, but... Also, one thing I wanted to add before we go into the state-by-state state condition ratings for our area is that there is a pretty big jump in North Dakota's condition. And while the crop probably did improve quite a bit, emergence last week 
for our initial rating was small. It was just 12%. So the sample size wasn't great. It's going to take a week or two before we get a really stable rating to start going off of. But just on the state-by-state basis, Minnesota, as we head into June, 83% of that crop rated good to excellent. North Dakota, uh, 73% rated good to excellent. That's up 6% from the week before. South Dakota, 82% good to excellent. And Wisconsin, 83%. So uh, as you can see, the crop really getting off to a good start. If we want to look at soybeans here, soybean planting in the U.S., about three quarters complete, and that is ahead of normal. That's not a shock. Emergence has really taken off. That's more a reflection of the jump in planting progress we had a few weeks ago, as well as good soil moisture throughout most of the Corn Belt. That jump in emergence also allowed for the first soybean condition rating of the year at 70% good to excellent. That's just a benchmark right now. This is the first rating we had. Just like with the corn, it's the direction we're waiting for here. Minnesota, uh, first condition rating of the year, 84% good to excellent. North Dakota, 66% good to excellent. South Dakota, 83 and Wisconsin, 82 So again, uh, most of the crop in pretty good shape throughout our trade area. One other point I want to talk about with soybeans is you may have heard uh, Monday that China was asking some of the state-owned businesses to not buy U.S. soybeans. And later that day, we had a report of three cargoes that were purchased for this fall. That's probably going to continue to be that way. It's not a shock that China is behind the pace they need to um, make purchases in order to fill their obligations under the phase one agreement. I would expect as we get into the fall, that will change. And you're gonna see a lot of this back and forth numbers. Moving on to spring wheat, hard red spring wheat seeding, wrapping up as we enter June, that's normal. NASA's reporting 91% of the crop is in the ground. North Dakota, 10% behind normal progress, 5% short of last year. Minnesota's pretty well close to normal at this point. I assume there will be a little bit of ground in North Dakota that was intended for weed that will be PP'd, but probably not a significant amount. There is a lag in emergence, mostly due to the timing of when the bulk of the wheat acres went in. Uh, but we are getting some initial condition ratings. They are going to start at 80%, good to excellent, for the U.S. crop at this time. Uh, another note, winter wheat harvest has begun in the South U.S. reporting 3% harvested. No word on yields just yet. That should be out in the next week. We'll hopefully have an update next Tuesday. Minnesota condition rating 81% good to excellent. North Dakota 82% good to excellent. Looking at some of the more minor crops, oat planting 93% done. That's in line with average, slightly slow emergence. Sunflowers are lagging, but we're making a lot of headway there. Same as, as a lot of the other crops. North Dakota flowers 40% in the ground compared to 57% on average. South Dakota's crop is 23% planted. That's roughly equal to average. Barley progress has ramped up. It's almost complete. Just wanted to touch a little bit on the dry situation in parts of Minnesota and North Dakota that we talked about last week. Rather than uh, print the map, again, I'm going to try to put this in terms of numbers, a little bit easier to visualize. So if we look at the state of Minnesota, the amount of area that is being rated as some stage of dryness is 56.12% of the state. And that's up just under 5% from last week. It compares to only 7% of the state rated dry for this week last year. So big, big change compared to last year, but the area is growing. There's a small pocket of dryness over Kitson County, and then a good chunk of West Central Minnesota, uh, about half of Wilkin County, three quarters of Otter Tail, and then all the way down into Swift 
is reporting dryness in that heads east uh, just past Stearns County. So it, it does affect a good part of our trade territory. I know some rain would be appreciated in a lot of those areas. When we look at North Dakota, dryness is also persistent. Aside from the far northeast corner, Cavalier County is rated as dry and a little tiny clip of southeast Richland County. Most of our trade territory is adequate to surplus soil moisture. Once you get about halfway across the state, when you start to look half a Kidder County, the amount of land rated dry continues all the way to the Montana border, but the amount remained consistent from last week at 56.75% of the state. Wisconsin, pretty free of drought at this point, aside from the far southwest corner. It is starting to approach our territory, but just now is not affecting it. So just an update for some of the market. We'll try to keep you informed of any changes as they occur. Uh, remember that the CFAP enrollment window is open right now. I know there's a lot of questions on how to fill out that application. What's eligible bushels? What's not eligible bushels? What livestock is eligible? Which isn't eligible? If you have any of those questions, please feel free to contact your loan officer, your insurance specialist, and we'll get those answers to you as soon as we can. Again, this is Katie Tangen with Ag Country Farm Credit Service. If you're looking for additional information, please visit our website at www.agcountry.com. Thank you.